Following your passion is the catalyst for some who wish to leave their jobs, set up and build a business. My guest is the lovely Kelly Green and her business, the recent award-winning Bear With The Hair, is based in Essex and provides hair loss and thinning hair solutions for women. If you want to know what Kelly did, why she did it and how, stay right here in The Career Cafe. Welcome to The Career Cafe, where we help you with career advance and career development advice, hints and tips. I'm Reg Goslin, and in this episode, we're talking about setting up your own business and delivering a service that you're absolutely passionate about. And my guest is, as I said at the top, Kelly Green, owner of Bear With The Hair, who left a high-flying career in the city to follow her passion for helping people with a particular and specific challenge. And she's here to tell us about that and share her valuable experiences and insights with us. Good morning, Kelly. Thank you for joining us today. How are you doing? Good morning, Reg. I'm doing really well, thank you. And thank you for having me on as a guest. I'm honoured. No, you don't need to be on. I'm the one that's on. And trust me, I am buzzing having you on here. I was going to say something like, oh, you're not ready, are you? But you're ready. <laughs> you're ready. I'm ready, Reg. Always ready. Okay. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Okay, let's kick this off. Can you tell us a bit about your background and how you got started with Bear With them? Right. Okay. It's, it's been a long story because I'm quite old now. But um, I guess uh, my career started... Um, in communications, I, I followed a uh, path in communications for um, 30 plus years actually. And that yep. took me, sorry about the sirens going past, but I'm on the high street <laughs> live that from the happens. salon now. Yeah. There you go. That's what people see. It's real. <laughs> yeah. Children, <laughs> animals, and emergency services. Eh? Um, yeah. So I, I, my career spanned over 30 years and um, took me on um, a really exciting and fulfilling path. And I have to say, I, you know, looking back, I have no regrets in what I've done. Um, but you know, always knew that there was something more um, I needed to fulfill in my life. So going back to my career, I really found a specialism in behavioural mindset change within big business. So that sort of put in a nutshell, when people ask me what I did, I used to say I, I was a writer. I guess I still am a writer some, to some extent, but with a real focus on how to effect um, behavioural and positive mindset change within business. And that is really, in a nutshell, my, my last role took me to Switzerland, which was really exciting, a great opportunity, and found myself sitting on the leadership team of a very big business and being um, the decision maker and the big boss. It was uh, quite interesting for a humble Essex girl like me, but really, really enjoyed what I did. Looking back, had no regrets, but obviously we're talking about where I am now. So... <laughs> No, that's good because, I mean, you took us very nicely in there talking about no regrets, which is really good. So what made you go to do what you're doing now? What what was the driving force? I, I unfortunately became quite unwell um, in my early 30s, um, which then meant that um, due to several reasons, I lost my hair, um, which, you know, as a woman is probably... 
um, one of the worst things I've ever gone through. Um, it, you know, aside from the illness, that was in the hands of the experts. There was not a lot I could do about that, and that was out of my control. But what was in my control was what I saw in the mirror every day, and it wasn't pleasant. Um, I'm not saying it's much better now, but, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we try. But for a woman to lose her hair, it, it, it really is devastating and it can um sort of uh, fester feelings of you know I, I don't know how to explain it really I felt quite um guilty for putting such a focus on that you know visual a- aspect of my being when I was so unwell but um to me it was you know that's your identity and that was showing everyone you know my health was struggling so um I then began on a path of um you know, self-discovery, how to uh, disguise this uh, this hair loss. And um, over the years, that a lot. I'm, I have to say, I never really got my hair back. I do have some hair now, but it's certainly not hair that I'd want to show off in public. Um, and, you know, it, it, it made me realise that there is really nowhere that women can go. You, could, you can go to a wig shop, you can try on wigs, you can buy things online. Um, it's an absolute minefield. There's um, experts out there who will claim to give you, you know, your hair back, but at a huge cost. Um, and I made a lot of mistakes along the way, and you know, a lot of uh, a lot of costly mistakes sometimes. And really going to people who are all about money and just wanted to, you know, make a quick buck out of you, and not really care how it affected you or how you're going to live with this new hair or new system they're giving you so that kind of started me off and you know alongside my career I had obviously a massive personal interest in this so took up a lot of training in my spare time and learning new techniques and skills and there um, you go see that's that's the piece isn't it (laughs) yeah that's the thing though isn't it people don't see what goes on in the background what sits behind it there's an image out there online of a iceberg and everybody sees the tip and that's the person Uh who's successful what they don't see underneath the water is what they had to go through to get there so you said that um you know there was not a lot of stuff out there and people were um there just to take your um your money if you like and you talked a bit about how it made you feel um the situation the health and that stuff so i'm not going to put words in your mouth but i guess things like your personal confidence and your esteem when you have these pressure um, these things because it's important for women as you said so you've just told me really what your why is yeah so uh, so you did all this um research so bear with the hair how did you get that name <laughs> i get asked that a lot actually um my nickname for a long long while now decades has been kelly bear um and that started ah. in um a company that i worked in that was very local to where i lived um, when the kids were younger and i was juggling the school run and I was very much the the mum. You know, there's a lot of youngsters, a lot of school leavers working there, and they would see me as mummy bear. I basically had their backs. I was the one who took in the lunch and covered them when they were late because they were hungover, and you know, really just looked after them. I used to do almost a school run to work before morning, and you know, they didn't drive. So mummy bear it was. And, and then when I lost my and started with all these uh, wonderful creations, wigs and stuff, um, was known as Bear With The Hair. So it kind of stuck. So that's where, you know, when 
when I started the business, I actually started under another name. I was doing it from a, a small adapted room at home. And um, but the name that I had then didn't really it, it didn't touch my heart. You know, it, it wasn't me. So um, when I decided to open the salon, there really was only one one name that I could call it. So Bear with the Hair was born. <laughs> Well, and do you know what? And that's fantastic because everybody that knows you, as you say, knows you as Kelly Bear and the bear yeah. with the hair. They know what you do. So you've combined the essence of who you are with your passion. So that is that yeah, is, that is a very so. good brand piece. A good yeah, brand it's piece. Like, slightly crazy name, Reg, but then I think that uh, probably sits quite nicely with me anyway. <laughs> okay, so how long ago did you set it up officially? Because you're up in the high street in was it Hornchurch. Hornchurch, yeah, Hornchurch High Street now. So I think I started the business officially about six years ago um, from home, but then I was very much juggling a career as well. I took a bit of a step back at one point. Redundancy was available, so I took it mm-hmm. and then focused on the hair, but realised that I needed that security and you know reassurance of a, a monthly wage. So then I took a part-time contract with the government to help out on the change management piece and um, really built up the business from there, you know, in my sort of, uh, what you'd say, uh, spare days. It, <laughs> I was working seven days a week, probably 16 hours a day, but, you know, I, I was managing to juggle the two. So that's how it started. But it was never quite right, you know, bringing people to your home and sitting them down, in essence, in your lounge to talk about their problems didn't ever feel quite right to me. So but that was the start of the journey, the start of the year. Uh, the baby, if you like. Well, I'll tell you what, I knowing what I know, I think the, they really tested your commitment to your passion by offering you an amazing contract to go work in Switzerland, if I remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was, that, that was, that, they, the, the Switzerland contract was kind of, you know, at, at the time that came up, I actually got headhunted for that. And at the time that came up, I was very much almost two feet into the hair world and thinking right let's just go for it I was on the edge of that cliff if you like and thinking this is the right thing to do um but that came up and it really was an offer that I couldn't refuse and it it was initially a six-month contract so I thought great you know six months in Switzerland this will be a great opportunity and um, it was six months and um I took it as a as a chance to think, right, okay, six more months of earning a salary and, you know, the, the opportunity to be working away, give my, my head chance to clear a little bit. And that six months turned into over 18 months. During that time, mm. we had COVID, we went into lockdown, I worked from my lounge in complete chaos, you know, in a family home. They took me on permanently and at that time it seemed the right thing to do because... You know, the sort of yeah. salon on the high street was, you know, distant. We didn't know what was going on. So, yeah, yeah it, it, I think everything happens for a reason, Reg. I'm a great believer in that. And, again, I have no regrets. And that time um, gave me a chance to sort of get my ducks in a row, if you like. Okay, brilliant. That's, you know, that, again, it's a nice little segue in because I was going to say to you how a lot of people will be listening, hopefully, <laughs> to this and have concerns about um, giving up the certainty and protection of a payslip to follow their dreams or their passions because of the of commitments and family commitments and the like. So how did you feel you know, in yourself about leaving your city career, if you like, after so long? How daunting was it? Well, I think it was probably exciting in equal measure but I do believe that you know you're given one life 
and it really is fairly short this life if we're honest um and if you can take those measured risks you know as long as you do your research and you believe in what you do and you you have things set up to you know catch you if you fall and I think as well there is there is an element of just being brave just thinking okay what is the worst thing that can happen here and as long as you're not impacting anyone's lives and you know you you can get through those downsides then I think that there's got to be an element of bravery in it and um, it certainly was a leap of faith for me without a doubt you know it it was a big leap of faith and I think what drove me was that determination. I'm not going to fail at this. There is no way this is going to fail. I took a lot of advice from people that um, I respect for their their business acumen and their work ethic. And I also listened to quite a few people who were very doubtful about what I was doing. And, um, you know, I took that actually as my driver to succeed and show them, you know, even more. Let's get into... um... The, the learning that you had out of this what are some of the the biggest challenges that you faced in setting up um the business itself um, i think the biggest i wouldn't say it was a challenge because i got around it but the biggest learning for me and the best advice i can give to anyone who's setting up a business is to know your strengths and focus on them and leave the experts to deal with the stuff that you don't know about because in the early days I um, tried things like doing my own bookkeeping, doing my own back returns, you know, keeping spreadsheets, um, understanding tax, all of the things that I absolutely hate with passion um, and all of the things that you need, you know, absolutely to have in place to, to run a successful business and, um, you know, just just not being afraid just to leave that to the experts so I got an accountant and I got a bookkeeper and that's all running quite nicely and you know it's about I think when you've been in such a sort of I want to say you know without sounding artsy for want of a better expression when you've been in such a high powered corporate environment you are expected to wear a lot of hats you're getting paid a good salary to be good at everything and I think once you are running your own business it's recognizing actually do I really need to be good at that do I really need to be stressing myself out and working till you know gone midnight on pouring over things that I don't really understand or actually have much of an interest in and if the answer is no you don't you 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 know put that out to the experts and use your time and energy to focus on what you can do and I can tell you now Reg that takes so much stress off of you because you know, I used to really be worrying so much about that and tax returns and now I just pay somebody else to do it. So that would probably be my biggest learning, letting go of that, you know, knowing knowing when to let go of the things that you're not good at. So the message there, I think it's a great message, is that your skill set and your passion is the hair. Yep. Stay in your lane and let people that know what they're doing with the other stuff take care of that Absolutely. for you. Absolutely. And, um, and staying in your lane is something that I found quite difficult to learn because I've always been fiercely independent. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm quite hard on myself in some ways. You know, I'm less hard on myself now than I've ever been in my life. But I think that. It, it was quite hard to hold your hands up and actually look in that mirror and say, you know what, Cal, I'm not actually good at this, so why am I stressing over it? And it's recognising that, 
you sh- nobody knows everything and you know you, you will excel in certain areas focus on those areas and leave the rest to the experts so the experts in mm. their field. I think that is that. That's the thing I've just written down. Stay in your lane. I love that now. So mm-hmm. you know, you said earlier on that you, you know you were in, into you were uh, a behaviour and mindset change individual, and yeah. I think combining that with how your customers may feel when they come into your salon and how do they feel when they receive the solution that you provide? Mm, well, I mean, I, I am absolutely. Um, humbled by the amount of reviews that I get from women who have come to see me and you know the, the real powerful stuff that maybe to be honest with you Reg I've probably forgotten along the way because I just mosey along and wear my hair and take it for granted but I I often have to take myself back to my very first experience of that daunting thing of walking into a wig shop and not knowing what the hell was going on or what to expect and you know I try to keep that front of mind with all of my clients um every single touch point you know from the first message that they send me where I have ladies telling me you know that it's taken them months to pluck up the courage to send the message um it's about not forgetting where you came from and how you felt and really using that to you know help other people feel reassured getting the reassurance i never got myself and i know that you know we're probably going to mention it but i'm milking the hell out of it at the moment i've just won best customer experience and and you know what i'm i'm kind of i've got one foot in each can here one one is thinking what the hell how did that happen the other foot's thinking well of course it did because you put your heart and soul into it so it it is about you know, remembering it's treating people how you want to be treated and giving them access to that space to be able to open up, be honest, you know, talk about all of their fears and concerns. And, uh, you know, it's really, it's an emotional thing losing him. I never ever lose sight of that. But I like to put in a little bit of humour and empathy as well. And, you know, I've kind of opened a bit of a a club here, I think. So, um, yeah, it's just a nice evening to be able to I think that's why your customers keep coming back. We spoke when we were booking your booking your half hour into this. That it's six weeks. It's a waiting list of six weeks for a, a consultation. That just demonstrates um, <laughs> how important the service that you're providing to your customers in your area actually is. No. So, so no, it's, I, I, I call it as I see it. So... Let's 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 look at this now. Let's let's talk about let's make it simple for people. For people starting out their own specialist enterprise in a let's say a generic health and beauty industry, what yeah. three pieces of advice would you give them? Don't rush into it. Do your research. Yeah. You know, know know where you want to go. It has that sort of you know five year plan if you like in your head and and have that vision. Um, I think yeah. Get, getting those getting those ducks in a row first, so not rushing into it. Um, really finding your passion and relentlessly following it. You know, understanding, researching, learning, developing, knowing everything, being ahead of the game. You know, what people don't see, they probably see me. You know, having a great salon. I'm actually been online since five this morning dealing with business matters. Um, mm. You know, so it's. 
I think the third bit of advice is is not going into it thinking this is going to be easy because it's not going to be easy. It's, it, you're going to have to put in the hours. I'm working till about nine o'clock tonight, which is not unusual, and then probably home and continuing to answer messages from clients and stuff. So, yeah, I think that would be the third bit of advice, not be disillusioned, you know, when you are really, really working every hour. Brilliant. See, I told you that that 20 minutes will go in a flash. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, well, Kelly, you know, how I can people. It... <laughs> no, but it's, that's, that's what happens. And when you're passionate about something, the time just flies, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, how can people contact you? Uh, well, you the, the best way to contact me is by WhatsApp, which is, um, yep. I'll give you the number. It's a landline number. Everyone says that's not WhatsApp, but it is. It's 01708 456. 175 and um, that is the business whatsapp for bear with the hair and um you know people will get a, a pretty swift answer on that um or you can go onto the website which is www.bearwiththehair.co.uk or you can follow my facebook page which is bear with the hair or you can just give me an old-fashioned call on that number so there's many ways to contact me i'm i'm, I'm always available Brilliant. Kelly, thank you so, so much for joining me at the Career Cafe. I wish you continued success and very well done and congratulations on your Best Customer Experience Award that the Havering Small Business Awards will definitely be having you back in the future. I've enjoyed every minute of this. <laughs> okay. Absolute pleasure. No, you're very, very welcome. Good luck to everyone out there who's thinking of making that change. Thank you. Okay, thank you for allowing the Career Cafe into your personal time. You can contact me at reg.g at improvingperformance.co.uk or call 0330 107 0084 and visit me at improvingperformance.co.uk. And you can also find me on the usual social media platforms so brew your career to perfection at the career cafe and join me next time where my guest will be andy george who will talk to us about what it is to progress in a very demanding industry as a chef i'll see you then thank you